friend, welcome to Brilliant Business Moms, a podcast all about helping brilliant women just like you to build a business on the side while spending time with their families. I'm your host, Beth Ann Schwamberger, and we're going to have a great time together. Let's get started. In this episode, you're going to hear from Jamie Kleinard, and Jamie has an adorable online shop called Saturday Morning Pancakes, where she sells super fun women's and kids' t-shirts. But what makes this interview so exciting and so incredible is that by digging into Facebook and Instagram ads last summer... Jamie has taken her business from, you know, being a nice hobby. I mean, she was making sales, you know, maybe a 500 to a thousand a month, you know, something along those lines for her average month. But then she dug into Facebook and Instagram ads. And by March of 2017, she hit a million dollars in sales. And no, I don't have the decimals wrong. I didn't add an extra zero onto the end. Uh, Jamie actually told me that she's on track to do 2.6 million in sales for her business this year. And you might be thinking, hmm, well, Jamie probably just started teaching other people how to grow business and that's how she's making all this money. Nope. Jamie just dug deep, focused on her t-shirt shop, focused on serving those customers, finding those customers online, creating ads, testing lots of different audiences, and then scaling what was working. And that is all that Jamie has done. And she's grown to over a million dollars in sales. Like, I am floored. I When Jamie reached out to me to tell me how big of an impact Facebook ads had had in her business this year, I was blown away. It, like, I was stunned. And I hope that you will listen to this interview with an open mind and you won't set up these barriers that say, oh, well, Jamie must have something special that I don't have, or uh, Jamie must have just gotten lucky, or, you know, I, yay, that's great for Jamie, but it's never going to work for me. You guys, Jamie is a stay-at-home mom, just like me, just like many of you. She's got two little kids at home. She grew her business in the margin. She was tinkering with her Facebook ads at nap times and bedtimes. And as you'll hear in the interview, as the business took off, she was staying up till two in the morning screen printing her t-shirts. Jamie actually confesses that after her first month where things exploded and she had 17 grand in sales, she actually had to turn her ads off because she was getting so much business. So she turned her ads off and took that time to hire the right employees and kind of get a better system in place for her business. And then once she had that in place, turn the ads back on and holy cow, it's just been incredible what she has done. So I hope that you will get excited after hearing from Jamie and that you'll realize that if she can do this, you can do this too. Okay, so let's get to it. Let's hear from Jamie. So today on the show, I'm so excited to welcome Jamie Kleinard. She is the shop owner at SaturdayMorningPancakes.com. It is an amazing shop, so cute and so creative. She creates t-shirts for moms and kids that are inspired by 90s hip hop. 
And if you're wondering what all that means, you're going to have to head to the show notes and you can check out some of Jamie's hilarious and so adorable shirt. So one example would be she's got this uh, roller coaster shirt and it says, wish I was a little bit taller for like little kids. (laughs) Love that one. But yeah, you'll have to check out Jamie's shop for yourself. Jamie's also a mom to two kids, a four-year-old girl and an 18-month little boy, and she lives in California. And Jamie has just seen amazing growth this past year in her business, and so I'm excited to, to chat with her about all that. So welcome, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you. So Jamie, I'd love for you to start by just telling us how you got started with your shop. Well, it actually started, I was working in gang prevention before I got pregnant, and was loving the work I was doing there. But when I got pregnant with my daughter, it was my husband and I decided it was time for me to just do a different avenue. Through that, there's a a lot of struggle and hardship that I just really wanted to bring light into this world and silliness and happiness and lift people up because there's so much negativity that people see every day that if I can be just a little smile on someone's face, then I've done what I needed to do. So I've always been obsessed with hip hop. And in college, I had this playlist that I titled Saturday Morning Pancakes because I would make pancakes for all my roommates and listen to this playlist. And it was all rap and hip hop and 90s hits. And every time I listened to it, it just brought so much joy into my life. They were the songs that you like had to dance to in front of the mirror. You just, you just have to dance. So when I was thinking about what I wanted to name my company, that was the first thing that popped into my mind. So a lot of people ask, do you sell pancakes? And the answer is no, we do not sell pancakes. (laughs) But the idea from it came because, you know, when you're pregnant, you just become obsessed with kids stuff and it just rules your life. So I would be listening to this playlist and be thinking about kids and my daughter. And it just was like, oh, it's kind of funny. You know, when you think about these, these, you know, hip hop songs and then changing it to have an aspect about kids was kind of funny. So I just was like, I'm going to try it. And it worked. People loved it. So we just kept going from there and creating more and more. And it's been quite a journey. Yeah, man. So, you know, those of you listening, you haven't heard the behind the scenes, which we'll get to soon, but Jamie and I have chatted via email recently and it's insane (laughs) the the amount of growth that she's had in her business. Okay. So I'm curious though, Jamie, what was your very first t-shirt that you created? Uh, My very first one was one of our top sellers still was the regulators mount up with a tricycle on it because I, I think people can just relate to, it's such a, an awesome like song, you know, everybody knows it, everybody can rap it. And then when you add that little cute twist of the tricycle on it, people just, they love it. And so that was our first and it's still been our top seller ever since. Awesome. And what year did you first start your shop? That's an interesting question because when I first started, I started selling tea towels and throw pillowcases that were Star Wars themed. So it wasn't even, and then I just kind of revamped it. It was like, that's not what I want to do. This is my passion. So I started it in 2012, was doing the the Star Wars stuff and then ditched that. And in 2013 is when I started doing the hip hop stuff. So I kind of have like two, two start dates in my mind. Yeah. Awesome. And I know that this past is it, I guess, just just about a year, right, that you've yeah, seen barely. incredible growth. And I think it started with some Facebook ads. Is it, that right? Totally. It started with you. <laughs> oh, 
that that is super sweet of you to say. I feel like, um, your growth is is off the charts though, as we'll get into though. So I know that it was a ton of hard work and dedication and creativity from you. So I'm I'm excited to to chat about that. Thanks. Okay, so Jamie, for those people who are listening and I guess they don't have the backstory for like how your business kind of exploded. Um, yeah. I would love for you to just share more about that. Like how did, like your business just blew up. Yeah. Uh, and I think, yeah, I'd love to hear more. So uh, last summer I was the only one in my company doing all of the screen printing in my garage, packing, doing everything by myself with two kids at home. And it was just simple. We just had like a couple orders a day, no big deal. And then something just kind of snapped in me and I just wanted more from it. It just, I think my kids were like getting a little bit older and it was like, okay, I'm like ready to go gun ho with this. So I started really researching Facebook ads, newsletter things, Instagram, just trying to grow in every direction that I could. And it was too overwhelming. I needed to just pick one. And that's just like the perfect timing where I found you. And you know what it was? I was in a group, Cupcake Magazine. It's like a PR thing. They had a Facebook group and I had asked anybody if they had known anything about Facebook ads. And they're like, you need to check out Brilliant Business Moms. And I was like, great. And so it was, I actually asked about newsletter subscribers and it was, you had a podcast about a girl that was doing a bunch of giveaways. I don't know if you remember that. Okay. Uh, so anyways, I found you and I found your course and it took me like two months to go through it with two kids, but it was all, no, it was great. I get like five minutes a day to myself to do things as you know. So it took a long time, but it was exciting because I, I wanted to just know it all immediately and it was hard and it was scary because I had never done coding and I didn't know where to put the pixel. I was so frustrated and just like trying to figure it out. Shopify makes it really easy now, but I finally got it all up and going and tried a couple ads and they were, they were okay. And then when I really sat down and thought about who my customer was, where they shop, what they liked, I basically just took me and did everything, every page I'd ever visited on the internet. I just started an ad for and it was working. So I just started bringing out new things. And then I would have, you know, two different designs running ads at the same time. And it just started snowballing. And we hit a point where my husband was actually like, you need to turn off the ads. We can't, we can't handle this because I was screen printing till two in the morning. There were shirts everywhere. The kids had been with him all day. I just didn't like have time to do anything because I had all these orders and it got me in a tricky situation because customers started emailing saying, it's been a week, where's my shirt? And it started getting scary. It was like, I can't do this on my own. So we turned off the ads and we kind of just reevaluated how we were going to move forward. It was exciting because we're like, okay, we know we can do this, but we need to be prepared for that also. So I hired this adorable little college girl that came in and helped me ship for a while. And it just kept going the more I pushed it and I became obsessive with it. Cause it's fun. It's yeah. kind of like gambling. You're like, what? It's weird. People like my stuff. That's it's so yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. And it gets, it gets addicting. Like I couldn't, I couldn't stop. So finally, you know, we went through a couple growth spurts and it was like, we need to, now we're able to move out of the house. And I got my first employee who just is the most amazing person ever. She was made for this job and she just took it and ran with it, which was really helpful. So 
And then a couple months later, we got to hire more staff and it's just kind of grown pretty quickly, but it's felt very organic and yeah, it's been, a, it's been a fun ride. So now I'm still really, really involved in the company. I still do all our Facebook ads, all the designs, but I have a team to help me ship. Yeah. So okay. That's yeah. awesome. And I yeah. love to, you know, Jamie, that you're still the ideas person and the strategy person. Cause I personally have found that like, those are the things that's hard to hire for, you yeah, know, it is. And it's, we actually, we hired an ad agency to help with Facebook ads because my thought process was, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I, I took your course and it was great, but maybe there's all this stuff that I don't know. Yeah. So, and they bombed <laughs> really, bad. really bad. We spent so much money and it, it almost like hurt our company because the stuff they were putting out there was not great. And it was going to just weird audiences that made no sense to our brand. And it just, it was a, a learning lesson and it made me realize that I know more than I think I do. And that yeah. maybe this, this is my passion and I want to keep holding on to this. So yeah, it was, it was like, okay, I still, I love this company. It's my baby. I don't ever yeah. want to not be involved with it, but I, I, need, I was at a point where I needed help. It's hard to be a mom and a CEO at the same time and learn that balance. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I would say too, I know for me, like, I found that nobody has like, nobody can nail the message and like the heart of your brand, like the way you can, like you're saying, okay, they're putting out these ads that you're going like, what? That's not, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. not Saturday morning pancakes. That's not us. Like, no. so there's stuff like that, that yeah, even this ad agency that knows so much, but it's like, they don't, they're not you. They don't have that unique sauce, special sauce that you have. But I have found that like, you know, so Ellen on my team, she can, she's awesome with power editors. So I can, if I'm like, Ellen, here's the video ad I want created. And then she takes my vision and cre can create it for me. And then I can also be like, okay, go in and create my 50 ad sets for me. And I'll just give her like new ideas each day. Let's try this or let's do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it's great. And when you work with somebody for a while, like we have this girl, Carly, who does all of our Instagram stuff now and she's awesome. She's young and she's funny and she gets it. And she's just like a really good addition. Mm -hmm. And I work with her every day and she's just a perfect fit. It's just been like kind of seamless, you know, and all my employees are just, I mean, we're all women, so that helps. <laughs> but like my, my general manager, Jen, it was, it was scary hiring somebody and saying like, okay, here is all of the operations. Like you're in charge of making sure that the shirts get out and that our inventory is there. And she just took it and ran and I never had to think twice about it. It's like finding those key people are hard, but when you find them, you just, you know, it, it works. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I always say like, I like to hire for personality and I mean, you do need certain skills, but it's like that personality and who they are as a person, like that really matters yeah. so much. Yeah. And it's been fun because I, we have um, three other girls that work in like our shipping with you, like Amazon returns, all that stuff. And they all have so much fun. And I think our customers are connecting and learning them too. And it's really fun to see that connection form. They do like all these goofy videos that they put on our Instagram stories and it's a really fun environment. So it's, it's like a proud mom moment when I see my customers, like you guys are so cute. I'm like, I did hire cute people. <laughs> yeah, that's, They're that's awesome. Women. I'm so lucky to have 
them around because I'd be way in over my head at this point. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of like in over your head, just to give people a sense, I mean, you're talking about these multiple team members. I think you said you have nine employees now, right? You have a warehouse that, yeah. so do you have like your own warehouse that you ship? No, from? we share it. I'm okay. not that cool yet. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Cool. yeah we're, we're not quite there yet, but we share it with another company called Strut. They do like aftermarket grill grill things. And then we also share space with a company called Elephant Cooperation. They're a nonprofit saving elephants in Africa. Wow. Yeah. Which has kind of worked out great because my staff helps with that company too, because they are selling t-shirts to help all the funds go to the elephants. So we kind of have combined forces to do similar things. So my, my girls in the shipping, they ship out their orders too. And it's kind of fits really well. Yeah, that's really neat. Um, Okay, so I think it's probably safe to say, like, you're doing six figures every month. Is that pretty much where you're at? Yes. Yeah. That's where we are. Yeah, that's where we are. And, and okay. Well, and Which I never thought possible ever in my life. I didn't even think six figures in a year was achievable for me. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, I mean, okay. First of all, I think that a lot of us as mompreneurs, like people do almost patronize you and like, oh honey, your cute little business or oh, like your cute honestly. little shop. No. Yeah. And so, and that's why, and that's, and it frustrates me too. Cause I'm like, no, all of us are capable of like six figure years and not, yeah. and like, and more like six figure months. Like absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my husband owns a coffee shop. And a lot of people that are regulars there, I know, but they think of me as just like, oh, it's just wife. She has like this little shop on the side. And Jeff, is, he's, he's always like, no, she's bringing in our family's income. Like it's big, but people just don't believe it. Yeah. All right. So I have another question related to this crazy growth. Are you already a seven figure company? Like, have you already hit? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So holy cow. I know I did the happy dance like crazy. (laughs) When did you, okay. So I'm curious about this and this blows my mind too. I mean, I have not hit seven figures yet. That's like a goal. Hopefully in the next couple of years, you're like dominating it all. uh, (laughs) You're sweet. Um, when did you hit seven figures and like, yeah, how did you celebrate? Uh, just recently because we probably hit it in what month is this? August. Yeah. Oh, we probably hit it in March. Okay. Um, and I didn't even notice because it's hard. It's like hard. I don't ever look. I'm not good at, at data and reading things. I just look at my daily sales. And so yeah. we passed it and before I even noticed. And it was really uneventful. I wish I could say I did something awesome. But my husband and I had a beer after the kids went to bed and was like, we did it. <laughs> but it's, it's hard because I, this whole year has been really exciting, but it's been really stressful and very overwhelming. And so I'm missing a lot of that excitement. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, we did it, but like now we still have more to do. We can't just like stop. And yeah, but I wish that I could have gone back and just taken a second and being like, wow, this is amazing. But it was all out of like fear of like, oh my God, it's working. I hope it still works. Yeah. 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 So if I were to go back, I would definitely enjoy it more. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. I kept thinking that it was not like that one day I'd wake up and the ads wouldn't work. Like it was like a fluke mm. okay. for months and months. I was like, this can't be real. This is not working. Like it, it, 
it can't be forever. And so far, fingers crossed. It's yeah. Been working. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. So I'm curious, like when it comes to that, cause I know there are ladies listening who are like, this is blowing their minds. They're like, how is, <laughs> how does Jamie have a seven figure business selling adorable t-shirts? Like, <laughs> so if you're listening, this is real. <laughs> you can yeah, do this. Not making this up. Yeah. Uh, so how many different ads do you test now, like in a given month? And then this is what I think everyone's going to want to know is like, what does your ad spend look like if you don't mind sharing? But I think what matters more than that, because people are going to freak out probably when they They're hear freak. your yeah. ad spend number. Yeah. But what I want to hear is the return on investment, because that's what we're really looking at. Or like, you know, what are the profits at the end of the day kind of thing? Yeah. So. so the way I kind of visualize how we spend money with Facebook is I have a conversion rate number that I don't want to go above. Okay. And that for me is based off of our cost and what makes sense for our shirts, what we're willing to, to take a hit on. And that's $7. Okay. Um, so as long as I'm getting conversions under $7, I'm going to keep up in the ads. And if they're really low, if I'm getting conversions for a dollar or two, then I'm going to really be aggressive about it. Yeah. Um, so right now we have a million going, um, but I try to limit it. There was a while that I was thinking that Facebook, the more ads I put out, the less it showed the other ones. And I don't know if that's real or if that's just a coincidence of what it looked like. So for a while I was limited it to just two t-shirts and then like five different audiences per shirt. Okay. But now I've been doing... I think we have seven different designs or ads going and then probably seven to 10 ad sets underneath those campaigns. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so when it comes to ad spend, I, people ask me this a lot, like what should I do my daily budget on or what should I cap it? And I never cap anything because if it's doing well, then that's just limiting your success. So don't think about the number, oh my God, I'm spending $500 today. Cause if you're making a lot, then it's worth it. Yeah. You know, and we spend like there's in March, we probably spend a thousand dollars a day, if not more. Like yeah. there's been days where we've spent six, seven, eight thousand dollars but we're making, you know, 18 back. Yeah. So it's, it's, you just got to kind of, I base it all off of that conversion rate, whatever, if I'm getting it for under $6 or not. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what I do as well. It's like, like you said, Jamie, oh, don't limit your success. If you're yeah. getting profitable sales and I mean, of course you had the growing pains where it was hard to fulfill <laughs> the yes. orders, but if yes. you're getting profitable sales and you can fulfill your orders, then keep on scaling up and yeah, yeah check in it with was your scary. ads. Yeah. I remember when, when we were doing it and I kept increasing it, my husband and I were like, oh my gosh, are we sure we want to do $500 a day? And it was like, really? Because my thought process was, what if it just doesn't work one day and I spend all $500? Hmm. But that's mm -hmm. not... That's not, never happened. That's not how it's worked. And I check on them three times a day to make sure that that's not happening. Yeah. 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 And even too, I mean, you have so many prof, like you have so much profits already in the bank, essentially, that if you have one day that's like a lost day, it really wouldn't. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a big deal, but it's not going to yeah. end things, you know? Yeah. It's not. Yeah. No. And one day, my biggest mistake was I went to change an ad to $50, but I accidentally changed it to 5000 
without looking. I didn't notice it. And my sales went through the roof. I do not recommend that you do this. Like I was so lucky, but I was like, dang, what's happening? I'm getting so many sales. And I went and I was getting conversions for like $30, like so high. Yeah. But it was okay. I caught it quick enough that I did all 5,000, but big mistake. Look for that period. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I cracked up because, well, first of all, because it sounds like something I would totally do. Yeah. I didn't even notice. I can't yeah. believe it. Oh, yeah. Lesson learned. So it only, it was only for what, like part of a day and then like you three hours. I okay. probably spent like $300, okay. which is still a lot, but yeah, there were some sales in there. So it made it okay. But okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay. Okay. So like, so to give an example, like for what you would spend for a month, like you're saying, sometimes you'll spend a grand a day, which yeah, I totally, mm-hmm. yeah. Have yeah. Easy. No problem. Easy yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but so let's, let's take, for example, if you've got a month where you've spent 30 grand on ads, well, your income is like probably a hundred grand of sales yeah. or, no, or more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're pre- like, would you say on average, you're probably like tripling your investment? You're getting like three yes. times. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. If not more too. Yeah. So, I mean, that's amazing. Like I, yeah. to, to me, it's like, if I can, if every dollar I give Facebook, they're like, here's three or here's four. Like I'm going to yep. keep handing them dollars Absolutely. all day exactly. long. It yeah. felt like magic. Like it was like, this is, I didn't think it would work. I really was uh, pretty pessimistic about it because I d- dabbled in Facebook ads before and it was, I wasn't targeting. I was just boosting it to the internet. Yeah. Uh, so when it started working, I was like, this is, this is really easy sometimes if you if you open it up enough if you know your target audience and you know what they want it can be easy yeah oh I love that I'm just I'm so excited for you and how this oh my yeah so when you're running your campaigns Jamie are you doing most of them as a are you optimizing for conversions and then optimizing for the purchase or how like how do you set up most of your campaigns? yes exactly like that Yeah. And I have to say too, because this is something new I've been experiencing with Facebook ads is because they're, they're just so good at optimizing for whatever action you tell them. Yeah. You want to go right for the sale. I've started doing this with my $15 mini classes that I sell and I can take that mini class and show it to an ad to a cold audience and optimize for a purchase and get super affordable purchases where, yeah, it's a, you know, three times return on my ad spend type of situation. And it blows me away. Like, but that's what you do. You just tell Facebook, Hey, Hey, Facebook, like, I'd really like to get sales from running this ad. Help <laughs> so, me out. Yeah, help me. Exactly. Help me out. And they're like, okay, done. We're going to help you find those people. And, yeah. and one tip I wanted to point out to people, Facebook has this cool resource. It's called like Facebook Blueprint. And they'll do these little mini classes sometimes. Now, to be honest, they're kind of robotic and a little bit. Like, if you like my teaching style, you're going to think this teaching style is totally weird. <laughs> 
but sometimes they'll nerd out on stuff and give you insider info. And one of the things I learned in a Facebook blueprint class was that people who are, are strong clickers are very different from people who are strong converters, like who are a purchaser or a subscriber. And so if you're trying to run, like a lot of times people think like, well, I'm just going to run a traffic campaign. I just want mm -hmm. traffic to my site. And then of course, some of that traffic's going to buy. You're actually targeting the wrong people because those yes. high clickers for one thing, there's a lot more competition for those clickers because everybody's trying to run traffic campaigns. But for another thing, those clickers are not the spenders and the converters necessarily. So. Yes. Very true. Very true. So, okay. So I'd love to hear, how did you get started with Facebook ads? You know, what did your first ad look like and uh, what kind of results did you see with it? It was probably the worst. <laughs> uh, I, my first ad was, I did a promo that was saying that we hit 10,000 followers on Instagram and it had a ton of text and it was awful. And I just boosted the post. And I think I had like 30 Facebook followers at the time. So that was kind of my first ad, but my first, after taking your course, my first real ad was for one of our new mom shirts that said, but first gangster rap. And that one was just like a selfie picture that I just wanted to like try out. Mm -hmm. People loved it. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So did you boost that post to, to your fans or were you targeting cold audiences? How did you spread that t-shirt around Facebook and Instagram? I was targeting cold audiences. We had a lookalike audience in there. I hadn't figured out the whole website retargeting stuff yet. So it was okay. just cold audiences, whoever I thought kind of fit our demographic. Okay. How many, I'd just love to hear like how many different cold audiences did you try and how many did you see were getting you some traction versus not, you know, like, I guess, how did you know to scale and, you know, really generate sales from that ad? I just kept trying. I knew you had said something in the the course that was about figuring out who your target audience is and then finding those people. And you mentioned like going through blogs and going through books and TV shows and music. So I tried from every angle and probably 90% of my audiences were not successful, but okay. those percent that were, that's when I just threw money at it and it grew really quickly. Okay. And so did you have the purchase pixel set up on your store? So you were able to track purchases? Yes, I did. Okay. So how much, because this is a question that I get all the time from beginning Facebook ad students is they're like, how much do I need to spend to know if something's working or not? So I know you're testing all these different audiences. How much did you spend before you realized like, Ooh, this is a winner and now I'm going to scale this. That's a tricky question. I'm still trying to figure that out because I feel like it changes depending on the audience. Some audiences will convert like immediately and you can see they'll convert really low and really quickly. And those are the ones you need to push money towards. But then there's been some that all have no sales for three days. And then all of a sudden it's just like wildfire. So I usually give it about three days at $5 a day. So about $15 before I call it quits. Sometimes four. If I have a gut feeling, I'm like, this should be working. I'll let it go a little bit longer to see what happens. Yeah. And that's something too, I got to say, I use my gut a lot as well when it, there's like that feel of like, do I think I should try yeah. this audience a little bit more or should I not? And 
Yeah. Again, that's an answer that I think maybe frustrates a newbie, but the more you run ads, the more you kind of do get that sense. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The first month you ran ads in earnest, what were your results from that? Uh, this is all from memory. I could look, but it might take me a second. Uh, the first, so the way I can kind of like describe it is I'll describe it by like how much we grew. So August is really when I started the ads and I mean, it was like a 500% growth. It was immediate and really, really fast. But that being said, I was a crazy person about Facebook ads. I was running so many. I really wanted to push this thing off the ground. So I was testing all these audiences. I was researching. I was checking them every six hours. I was like a crazy person about it. So I really pushed hard in order to make it work. I think a lot of people try a couple audiences and they don't work and they give up and they think, Facebook just doesn't work for me, but it's, it's more about like, you just, I mean, I probably went through 20 different audiences before one worked. Okay. So it was a dramatic increase. Okay. Awesome. And I love hearing that because I do think people have the wrong idea that they can test like a handful of audiences. Like, Oh, I'm just going to test three audiences and one of them is going to work. And like you said, I mean, it, 20 of them maybe didn't work. And then you found one that was a winner. And again, I think what's encouraging is I know for me, the more I run Facebook ads, you know, the longer I do this, the more I get that knack for what's going to work right out the gate yes. and what's not. Yeah. yeah. So and you know exactly which audiences you just learn, you learn people better. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Okay, so that first month, were you only running that one ad that was your selfie of your t-shirt or were you running multiple yes, different? I was okay. just running one. Okay. My goodness. <laughs> uh, and then I added a second one. I added a, the regulator's kids tea. Okay. And that didn't do as well, but it still did really well. We're figuring out like what Facebook seems to like women's shirts from us better than the kids shirts, which I think is interesting. That is. Okay. Very interesting. And um, Jamie, I have to say, so I've seen some of your ads on, in my Instagram feed and I'm always so excited when I see them. And I also, I want to tell like Facebook, like good job, because I am someone who will see a product I really like in my Instagram feed and I will go buy it right away. (laughs) So yes, like they are smart to target me. Smart. Yes. This is the other thing, right? Like, so like for people who are new and may not understand how this works, like when you have the Facebook pixel behind the scenes where you're saying, Hey, Facebook, I want to optimize this. For example, let's say I want to optimize for sales. I want people who are going to come through and make a purchase in my shop. Facebook is like awesome. You can say, okay, here's an audience of a million people and they're going to go out and find you those people who will get you the sales. Yes, exactly. And it, the lookalike audiences really blew me away. I wasn't expecting that to convert well because I just didn't really trust Facebook at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was one of our top converting audiences. Okay. Yeah. okay, awesome. So I'd love to hear more about that, Jamie. What what kinds of lookalikes are you doing and, and which ones, I guess, are, are working best for you? In the beginning, I just did lookalike off of who visited our website. But okay. now I'm blown away by how many options. It's a little overwhelming of lookalikes you do. Like we did a a video and we did an audience off of 
people who watch the video 50% through. And then you can do a lookalike audience off of that. And it's just, it gets really intense. You can do lookalike audiences off of who visited which pages. Yes. Yeah. It's just, it, you can get so deep with it. It's exciting and a little bit like, whoa, it's amazing that Facebook has all that knowledge. Yeah, it is crazy. Like, I'll give you an example. Right now, I'm running a campaign just to get email subscribers, and I've got a lookalike of all my email subscribers. I've got a lookalike of people who signed up for certain webinars. I've got a lookalike of people who visited certain blog posts. I've got a value-based lookalike, which is a brand new thing where Facebook takes all of your customer data and tries to find you the people who buy the most from that, like a look, wow. um, I've got goodness. There's a few, I mean, website visitors look like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And it is like, I didn't even think about newsletter. Like we have so many different little lists. We have like our main list that we have a lookalike audience. So we do people who've converted and purchased. We have a lookalike audience and people who haven't and just it gets so there's so many options. Yeah. Okay. So I'm curious. And now I know you've been running Facebook and Instagram ads for, you know, about a year now. Are those, are your lookalike audiences, would you say those are your best performers or do you still have cold traffic audiences that perform just as well? I think our cold traffic might outperform some of our other ones. It depends on which shirts we're selling. If they're shirts that have been around a while, then the cold traffic is better. If it's a new shirt that our customers haven't seen, then the lookalikes and then the retargeting works really well. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so for the shirts that have been around a while, now are you taking that same exact post, that same exact ad essentially, and just using all that juice, like the likes and comments and all of that and showing that then to just new cold audiences? Yes, but I realize that Facebook cuts me off at a certain point. And I don't know what it is, but I'll just, my ads will be doing great and then they'll just stop performing. So okay. I'll have to do a new picture. I don't know why. Maybe it's just people have seen it. Maybe people are just tired of it, but I'll have to do like the same shirt, new picture, new post and start that all over and it'll do better. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So Jamie, I would love to take a look at like some of your best ads and kind of like what you're doing there. Cause I think people would be really curious to know. Okay. So here is the first ad I ever did. It was for the butt first gangster rap one. Okay. This is actually my daughter's preschool teacher. She's awesome. So this was the one that like really went off. You can see it got 49,000 likes, almost 10,000 shares. It just, basically took off. There's something not special about it. I think, honestly, I put this free shipping here, but it's amazing how little people used it. They just went right for it. So I wanted to do something instead of like shop now. I wanted it to just be a little bit more like I'm talking to a friend. So yeah, that's kind of what it looked like. It's nothing too crazy. Yeah, absolutely. For those of you listening on the podcast, Jamie's got just a great like selfie type of photo essentially of like she said her daughter's preschool teacher wearing her but first gangster rap tee which is so fun and I love <laughs> here's what I love about it too Jamie you're taking like what is a common expression but first coffee and you're mm-hmm. making it specific to your niche and your people like your people wake yes. up in the morning and they put on their gangster rap <laughs> that's and, right they do yeah. so 
it just speaks to your audience and they're going, that is so me. I've got to have yep. this shirt. So then Jamie's ad copy says coffee is great, but for reals though, nothing gets our day started quite like a little biggie smalls. Am I right? Get free shipping with promo code GR free ship. Grab yours here. So like you said, you're not saying shop now, buy now. You yeah. just say grab yours here and there's just a little bitly where you can go get the t-shirt. I just, yeah, I love how conversational it is. Thanks. Casual, fun, it, it, perfect. Like this is, like you said, this is how you would share a t-shirt that you really like with a friend. And I think mm -hmm. that's part of why it resonates so much with people. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of companies, at least my view of my company is I don't want to be like a big name brand. I want to be funny. I want like we have gifts and memes in all of our emails just because like those are hilarious and they're funny and I don't want to be the normal, like here's our newsletter. So proper and professional. Like I, I really, I respond better when it makes me laugh. So that's kind of my goal. Yeah. That's awesome. So this is the same shirt just on me. It's another selfie, and this one did equally well. I did this to a different audience. So that, that first ad I did to like more of a like rougher girl, more of like somebody that would that like listens to really like rock or gangster. I mean, we all listen to gangster rap, but just somebody a little bit younger. This one was definitely like a mom life audience. I'm holding okay. my coffee cup. I have my flannel. Like it's, I look like a mom. So this one was more towards geared towards that mom blogs and that kind of thing. So it was a little different. Okay. Awesome. And so this one, the copy says first gangster rap, then coffee. Then I do the things. Grab this super soft gangster rap tea and turn your cold and cozy mornings into pure hip hop awesomeness. Get yours here. And then again, she's got get free shipping with the code GR free ship, which yeah, I have to say, Jamie, okay. Another guest of mine, Melissa Kaiserman, she said the same thing. She's got like the coupon code Facebook for get free shipping. No one uses it. Like, no. <laughs> I wish they would. I legit want to give them free shipping. Yeah. I think people just get so excited for when they see a product that they love that resonates yes. with them. They're like, I have got to have this right now. They click over, they buy, they're not even thinking about, they don't, I think what's like, I think what's cool is like, they don't need, they don't really need the coupon or need the special yeah. offer. The product itself is enough because they love it. Yeah. It doesn't need to be discounted. It's not a discount tea. Yeah. You know? Ooh. Which, okay, that's a question I'm curious about. I think people listening will be too, is how much do you charge for like an adult women's tea? We do $30 for an adult tea and 21 for the kids. Okay. Yeah. So again, I mean, it, this is not, it's not like, oh, come here for the cheapest teas ever. It's like, no, come to our shop because we have the teas that are fun and make you laugh and that you're like, yep, this is me. I got to have this on my body because it tells the world like yes. what I'm about. Yes. And we're also very like we, the teas we source are really, really soft. And I did that on purpose because I'm a mom and I want something that's flowy and not too tight, but really comfortable because I'm moving a lot. So they're stretchy. They feel like an old vintage tea that's been worn a lot. Mm -hmm. So they're expensive, which is why our costs are higher because our, our costs are higher. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That brings me to another question. Does your team still screen print the shirts for you or do you work with a screen printer? We work with a screen printer now. Okay. I still do some of them actually because I kind of enjoy it. It's relaxing. It's fun for me because I, I love making things with my hands. So I still like doing some of them, but I'd say most of our products that we have to outsource now, there's just too many to, to do on my own. I'd be in my garage all night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you were for a while there. Yeah, yeah that happened. Yeah. We had, and during the Christmas rush, um, we had, I was still screen printing probably 60% of our teas and the rest were being outsourced and my heat press broke. So I had to bake our teas in the oven or try it. It didn't work. We had to buy a whole new one, but it was like those crisis moments that you're just like at home, like I got to figure this out. It's like, it was so do it yourself type of situation. Yeah. <laughs> we got through it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and you know what else I love is your copy is, it's very casual, but it's like, you don't oversell at all. Like, and I think I, you're welcome. (laughs) That is something I still struggle with to this day, because like when I'm launching a new thing, especially like on the info product side of things, I want to tell you about every benefit and every feature and all the bonuses. And sometimes it's like, I think that's just overwhelming to people versus just like, here's this great thing. Like, well, you're excited. That's what makes you so fun is you're really excited and people can feel that passion. So don't blame me for wanting to tell all of the great benefits. (laughs) You're excited about it. I don't want to tell my best friend all the great benefits too. (laughs) That's true. Okay. So for you guys listening, this uh, particular shot, so it's a flat lay. And again, we'll have this on the show notes so you can find it at brilliantbusinessmoms.com. But it's a t-shirt that says, you're the woo to my tang. Love it. And then it's got <laughs> jean shorts, like cut off jean shorts and a pair of like aviators. I think they're, are those aviators? I, think. I don't know what they're called. They're sunglasses. Some sort of cool sunglasses <laughs> and like a hat. So it's a, just a really cute flat lay shot. And then the copy is great news. We are now offering our Wu-Tang tees in another color. Woot woot for Wu-Tang. <laughs> Love it. Grab yours here. And then you've got a 10% off code, which... Okay. Curious. Do people use the 10% off code? No. In fact, more people will be inclined. People like the free shipping more than the 10% off, which I was surprised by. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's like the math thing or like, I I don't want to do the math 10% off. I don't know what that means. So, you know, it takes me a second Whereas free shipping. You're like, okay, it's going to be about three or $4. You like, no, I don't know if that's why that's just my guess. Hmm. Okay. We've, yeah. But we, we still do both on every ad just to test it and see if something's working better. Okay. Very cool. Okay. So Jamie, we've gotten to see a lot of, you know, inside what you're doing with ads, how you're growing your business and kind of, I mean, I think you've, you've touched on this a lot, which is you have a unique product that speaks to a unique audience that resonates with them. I think that's a huge part of it. You're targeting, you're always testing your targeting. That's another huge key to just doing an awesome job. Do you have any other tips though, or things you want people to know in terms of like, this is what's working for me right now when it comes to, you know, advertising with Facebook and Instagram? Uh, I think like the main thing, if I were to, to pinpoint one thing that I'm really passionate that we are successful at is just building a community. People know when they're being sold to and people know when you are 
a legit person that's excited about a product. And I love my customers. Like I'm sure they'd all be my best friends if I had the chance because we're all kind of just in it. We're all passionate about music. We're all passionate about hip hop. We're all passionate about memes, hopefully, because they're going to come in all my emails. And we have a story. We have a team that's just about like my goal in all of this is to make people smile in every situation that we connect with them in. And like even our packaging is a silly cat photo because why not? People <laughs> love cat photos. So it's, it's have a story and, and do it from a good place. I think if, if you're selling just to make money or, you're, or you come across that way, people can feel it. Like you want to connect with somebody. They have to like you to want to buy from you. Yeah. Oh man. So true. Okay. So I'm curious with that. Do you find that you have a lot of repeat customers? Are you getting a lot of loyal customers now? Yeah. Yeah. We've always had a pretty good loyal customer base. It's interesting because we've grown so much this year that I'd say 70% of our customers are new, but they're still repurchasing. It's just because this year has been such major growth that they've outweighed our returning customers, but it's fun. I got an email today from a lady who reminded me of a post that I posted three years ago. And it was just really fun of like, oh my gosh, you like pay attention. It just blows my mind a little bit. So it's fun. I love connecting with people like that. So we do have a lot of return customers. Yeah. That's awesome. And I mean, I think that's the other beauty of just growing with ads is, you know, even for someone who maybe isn't able to get that two X or three X return on their ad spend or four X or whatever. Sometimes for me with some of my campaigns, I'm cool with break even because I know if I can get a customer in the door and they get to know me and they get to know brilliant business moms, like they're going to love it and they're going to hang around and they're going to be a customer I can keep for years to come. And so, yeah. Sometimes I think people miss, they miss that vision and they're, again, it's like, oh, let me just get the quick buck. Well, it's, it's, it's gotta be a lot more than the quick buck. And yeah. Yeah. Which I think is true. Like I think a lot, most of our ads are not successful. Some of them are, which is where it's gotten us, but the ones that weren't successful, I really, we had a lot of click throughs. So people were interested and they saw who we were and and now they know, and maybe they'll come back and maybe they won't, but it's worth the investment to figure it out. Yeah. Well, Jamie, this has been awesome. It has been so fun chatting with you. And I'm just, I'm blown away at your growth in one year and also like just incredibly proud of you, impressed with you. you. You're just, you're doing amazing. Um, and so as we wrap up, I love to ask this question of all the mompreneurs that come on of the Brilliant Business Moms podcast. Do you have either a funny or adorable mom moment that you could share? Oh yeah, so many. Uh, so this just happened yesterday. My daughter is very sweet. She's four and she's just a big love bug. Um, and I picked her up from preschool and we were driving home and she just said something adorable. And I said, oh, you know, I'm just so lucky to be your mom. And she looks at me and goes, mama, I'm so lucky that I have cupcakes. And I was like, oh, burn. I thought you were going to say me. Come on. <laughs> kind of broke my spirit a little bit, but thank God, thank God for cupcakes, right? Oh. We're all thankful we have cupcakes. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's, that, that sounds about right. Like, Yeah. When I'm giving Holden a compliment, he's yeah, pretty similar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you again, Jamie. And just let's remind everyone one more time, where can they find you online? Saturdaymorningpancakes.com. Easy peasy. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you. 
goodness, was that not incredible hearing from Jamie? Oh, I just love her story. I just, I, I cannot get over it. I feel like every day I'll just randomly think to myself, Jamie did more than a million in sales this year. What? <laughs> and like my mind is blown all over again. Well, here's the exciting news. If you're ready to dig into Facebook and Instagram ads, just like Jamie did, and just explode your business growth this year, I'm opening the doors on my Facebook ads course, FB Brilliance, on Thursday, September 21st. Now, the doors will only be open for a week. I will close the doors on Wednesday, September 27th, and that's it, friends. That is the last time you can get into FB Brilliance this year, and I'm planning to reopen the doors next April, so April 2018. But I don't want you to wait seven more months to learn a strategy that is going to get you the biggest bang for your buck, the biggest bang for your time investment, and really help you grow your business this year. I don't, you guys, like, I'm not really a fan of being patient, okay? I mean, yes, we got to be patient in some things in life, but I don't think you need to be patient when it comes to growing your business. So if if you're with me and you're tired of being patient, I would love to see you in FB Brilliance. Now, in the meantime, as you're waiting for the doors to open, I've got something really, really fun that'll allow you to learn even more about Facebook ads and potentially win a scholarship into FB Brilliance. So I'm running a scholarship program from Tuesday, September 12th through Saturday, September 16th. I've got a private Facebook group. It's called FB Ads for Brilliant Mamas. Just go search for that over on Facebook. You'll find the group. Hit request to join. You want to be in that group because that's where you'll submit your five assignments to be considered for the scholarship program. So five fabulous, brilliant, motivated ladies are going to get access to FB Brilliance, lifetime access. This isn't just like a little thing, like lifetime access to FB Brilliance, all the bonuses, all the coaching calls I do, access to the private Facebook group, access to their mastermind group, all of that for free, okay? So you wanna make sure you're in this group you want to be eligible for this scholarship, okay? And the assignments are totally doable. It's not, you're not going to be writing this research paper or, you know, doing anything that you can't get done in about 20 minutes a day at the most. Some of the the assignments will take you less than 20 minutes. But anyways, you want to make sure you're in that group. And even if you're like, yeah, I, I, I know I want FB Brilliance, but I'm not sure if that scholarship thing's going to work for me. I feel like I'm probably not going to win. Well, you still want to be in that group because you're going to learn a lot from those Facebook Live sessions that I'm doing. And you're going to learn a lot too from watching everybody submit their, their ads that they're creating and their offers they're creating for the scholarship assignments and the feedback that they're all giving to each other. Because man, you get so many light bulb moments when you see how someone who doesn't know your business how it appears to them. It's going to help you hone your messaging a lot more, your offers, and just make your business that much more appealing when you first start running ads. So I cannot wait to see you in that group. Oh, and Jamie is also going to make a surprise appearance in the group. So I'm bringing her on for a Facebook Live in the group where you can ask her anything because I'm sure after listening to this podcast episode, you've got even more questions. Your mind is probably blown just like mine is. 
is. And so you want to hear more from Jamie. So we will be doing that too. That'll happen after the scholarship program. But needless to say, I want to see you there. So head to Facebook, search for FB ads for Brilliant Mamas, request to join. We're going to have an amazing time. And most of all, I just encourage you to not count yourself out this year. Don't hold yourself back. Don't say, I can't. Don't say, not for me. Don't say, I'm not good at. Whatever the case is. I mean, as you heard from Jamie, Jamie made mistakes. Jamie, you know, she had a day where she accidentally set an ad set to a $5,000 daily budget instead of, you know, the $50 that she wanted to spend. It's okay. Like she fixed the mistake and everything was fine. Jamie also says that, you know, 95% of the audiences that she tried didn't work. But you know what? The 5% of audiences that have worked That's been enough to grow her business to more than a million dollars in sales. That's the thing. It's not about everything working perfectly. It's about having the tenacity to keep going and keep testing and keep trying and to know in your heart of hearts that you can do this. I know you can do it, okay? So the question is, do you know you can do it? When you've decided that you can, come on in, join us in FB Ads for Brilliant Mamas. And even if you're still having doubts, it's okay. We'll all be there to rally around you and say, hey, you've got an amazing product. Heck yes, you can do this. Or, you know, you've got this amazing idea for your business. It's totally going to help so many people. Oh yeah, you can do this. So I can't wait to see you in the group. If you are amped up, you're ready to go, you're ready to try your first ad, I've got a fabulous cheat sheet for you that I want you to grab before you do that, okay? So the cheat sheet is called 10 Things You Need to Know Before You Run Your First Ad. Um, You can find that at the show notes for this episode, or if you're like, you know what, just take me right to that cheat sheet, you can go to brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash Facebook ads cheat sheet. And you can grab that great guide, 10 things you need to know before you run your first ad. It's going to save you a lot of time and tears and money (laughs) and help you set up your very first ad really well. And of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant. Brilliant.